And now, coming to you from the top of the dial, 107.7 WKFM, The Lick. In a world where every other podcast sounds like boring NPR talk, these two put the jock back in jockeys. It's Brad Howe and Sidney Hollis, the bad boys of classic rock. Hang on. Welcome, everybody, to WKFM, the Lick 107.7. My name is Brad Howe. My name is Sidney Hollis. You're live on the Lick. And I, like, sometimes it looks like I'm balding if I get right here. I mean, I am, but like, I can make it look even more so, you know? If I just nah, dude, right. you're just getting a deeper tan. <laughs> I'm, see, I'm, see if, you're, if you think you're balding and you're just going, you know, you're going back a little bit, that's a, that's a nice tan you got going on back there. You got to <sighs> fill it in. Color it in. So do you want to hear what tonight's we costume is supposed to be? We have a wild Monday night for you here. Wild. We have Sydney, all you listeners, in a suit. <laughs> and I must say Sydney is in a suit drinking vodka very, very candidly. Not many people can just drink vodka like you're sipping on water after a night of drinking, trying to hydrate yourself. What's going on? You're in a suit. You are <laughs> drinking vodka out of a Jimmy Fallon glass. I'm going to let you... Oh, God. Give I'm me a g- fucking hey, Jude, for the fact. Yeah, yeah, I'm hey going to say Jude. here. Give me a hey, Jude. We have a caller saying you look like... You look like the Mayhem commercial guy. Was it Allstate? Allstate oh, Mayhem? Dean Winters, dude. Close personal friend of mine. Yeah, Jesus. This, I can already tell where this cast is going to go. I'm going to be very upset this entire cast. What... <laughs> What's going on? What am I supposed to be dressed like? Great question. I'm trying to look like a very young, a very young Richard Branson. Richard Branson? Richard Branson. Whoa. Richard Branson. A young Richard Branson. Before the goatee, he used to have a beard back in the late 70s when he was ballooning all over the place. Dude, Whoa! Give that guy a lick. Anyone that takes a balloon all over the place, dude. And what inspired this? Woke up this morning. You know, some people turn on these press conferences. Some people turn on the Today Show. Some people turn on uh, the View at Home edition. I turned on a lev- channel eleven point four. It's called TBD. What was on? Some weird Branson documentary called Don't Look Down, all about him crashing his hot air balloons all over the world. (laughs) (laughs) Give him a lick. Of course. And, dude, you know I'm channeling Branson if I'm going jeans with no belt. Oh. You look like you're you're trying to wine and dine. We were buffering Uh, for a second there. I think we're caught. You look like you're trying to wine and dine an NBA team to own them. (laughs) <laughs> You're just like, come on, let, come on. You know, I made I made my millions. Let me own the Grizzlies. Now I'll go ahead and tell They're you. Like, that. Right, I think you're a suitable owner. I'll spill the you beans on the street. You wear jeans with a suit. Thank, you're right. You're right, dude. I can show up to like a Four Seasons or a uh, or a JW Marriott with the team and, and hang in there. You know what I mean? You're up in the Raptors with your arms closed, looking down. There's a really bad camera shot from the broadcast television. Way up, it's kind of blurry and dark, but they can see you. Mm-hmm. It's never a nice shot. You can never actually see them. It's not like HD footage. It's very grainy. 
Not a lot of lighting up there. Dude, my cousin used to have seats underneath Jerry's uh, box. Because seats-wise, those aren't great seats, but box-wise, it's like, so he'd be like under the, does that make any sense? Like the, kind of like. Jerry Jones? Yeah. Yeah. In uh, Dallas, dude. Your old team. I would imagine they're at the 50-yard line. Yeah, I guess they were. Maybe they were great seats. Give them a lick. They're probably awesome seats. I mean, you're a Cowboys fan, dude. I mean, Jerry's not scolding himself. It always looks like they're way higher up, but it's probably 50-yard line. Yeah, I guess you're right. They always make it seem like they're in the end zone or something. There's no way. (laughs) Right? Yeah. Something with the shot, I'm like, well, they're so far up. No, it's probably 50-yard line. (laughs) Just above the bottom tier. God. So, dude, I'm drinking this. Uh, this isn't just straight vodka. What did I do yesterday, Brad? Popped over to Skinny Dennis for a to-go drink. Uh-oh. Now, typically, typically, you know me at Skinny Dennis, I'm going to get a... Uh, I'm going to get a Coors Original. But I thought, well, if I'm standing here, I'm going to pay these prices anyway. Let me get the vodka lemonade. Let me get the Tito's lemonade. Okay. So I, I drank three quarters of it, and then I let it get warm, and I put it in the fridge. Forgot about it till just now. Dumped it in this cup. Here we go, baby. Tito's and lemonade. From who I thought was de Blasio with the rules he was putting up. Now he's getting to-go drinks coming around. Okay. I guess it's got to go for a bike ride. He says... Don't feel safe. Okay, well, here we go. <laughs> cool. Now, listen, cool. listen, they have the, the thing marked out six feet, and I was very impressed. That, you can I've sanitize. walked by that place. That place wants to have a party. Not when I was there. <laughs> I would have kept going. I'm kidding. I'm, I'm being mean. And I was fully prepared to, to bring my drink home and pour it into another cup if I was uncomfortable. But guess what? They have a hand sanitizer for you to use after you touch your wallet and put your money away so that your hands are clean again when you touch the drink. I was impressed. That's good. And the, the straws wrapped up. Listen, That's good. I'm still, I don't know if I like this to-go drinks thing, you know what I mean? Because people are just crowding the, crowding the area and standing two feet from each other. But you know what? I had, I, I did it my way and I had some fun. Guess I did what? It safely in my way and I had some fun. Oh, guess what, Vulture? Sid <laughs> Hollis has been here a little longer than a couple of transplants walking around without their masks. This guy's seen a thing or two. He's the kind of guy they say, pull out your New York card. And they go, Jesus Christ, 12 years, front of the line. None of these people are coming in two, three years in because they heard there are some high rises on the waterfront in Williamsburg. This guy's earned his right to actually go up to a bar. Have a drink with nobody else around. He, he, people step out of his way. <laughs> they better. You understand what I'm saying? The people who aren't wearing their masks, you know, Sydney and I are going to go off. Nobody's wearing their masks in this town except for Sydney and I. And I'll tell you something, get with the program. You can still have a good time and be safe. Sure. New York City's letting me down. The only other people who are wearing their masks are liquors. Give the rest of them, they run around in their neon Nike shorts with no masks, and they think they don't have it. They're not spreading it. The city's not helping itself out. I got a real problem with it. But I wear I wear uh, wicking clothing to go jogging in. We have a caller, Patty. We love Patty. He just says I'm not. I'm telling you, <laughs> nobody's doing it. Look at this right here, Landshark. Look at that. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. God, your suit is reminding me I need to do my taxes this week. Oh, Except taxes. My, my, 
My accountant doesn't look as sharp as you. <laughs> He's questionable. <laughs> dude, tell him to dress like Branson, dude. dude. I just want to party like Branson after getting plucked out of the sea by the Coast Guard. When do you think do you think New York died when cold brew came to the city or when the Virgin store got shut down? Oh, definitely when the Virgin store got shut down, dude. I mean, that was the end of New York right there. <laughs> the end of Times Square at least. <laughs> or uh or was wasn't it in um wasn't it in uh Union Square? Why well, remember was it, or there was one in Times Square. They may have been both. I do remember Times Square. I don't know. No. Maybe there was also one in Union Square. Maybe was, I don't know either. I thought it was ti- Times Square. I always remember there's one in Times Square. It's in like rap videos when they're doing a video. Oh, there's really? There's a Biggie video. They're in Times Square and you see the Virgin logo. Hell yeah, dude. Biggie loved Virgins. Game so tight they call it Virgin was one of the lyrics he says. <laughs> hey, um, I didn't write it. Patty says 14th Street and Times Square. Dude Richard, Bar- Dude, Richard Branson was the man. He did whatever he wanted. He put up shops wherever he wanted. Dude, he just ballooned everywhere. I can't get Okay, over. I don't actually know this. Tell me more about... I don't know as much about him crashing his hot air balloons. Tell me about this. Well, he's always trying to do this, like... I think he's tried to circumnavigate the world a few times in a hot air balloon with no okay. success. But he's made it across the Atlantic and the... Uh, and the uh, Pacific in a hot air balloon, dude. Branson. Okay, cool. <laughs> now, give him a lick. Was Virgin was Virgin one of those stores where you could go in and like listen to a CD with headphones on? I don't know. You know I'll admit about? I don't know. You know what I'm talking about, yeah. though, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh yeah, of course. And you would scan it. They give you a little sample of the new Aerosmith <laughs> CD in the late '90s. You're like, wow, this is a real hit. <laughs> Nine Dude, lives. What stage of the coronavirus being over are listening stations going to come back, dude? <laughs> dude, when can Bunch I... Bunch t- of wimps. <laughs> they won't even go to the listening station. <laughs> What's something you would listen to in a Virgin Megastore, dude? Um, you said Aerosmith? Well, it's probably going to be something that like, I'm a little secretive of. I'm like, I don't know if I have the guts to buy it. So I'll like listen to it here to get my fix. Oh sure. Probably uh, Wilson Phillips. <laughs> I love the girls of Wilson Phillips. Give the girls from Wilson Phillips a lick. They're hot. I always thought some of them were hot. Some of them out of all, all three of them were hot. Where are they? And they're on the beach, laying down. <laughs> I mean, at this point, everyone's hot anyway. Every time I leave yeah. the house, I'm just. Staring at women, dude. Yes. And I'm telling you, man, all these women's eyes, they're so beautiful. <laughs> yeah, dude. Yeah, He's dude. like, are you looking at me? So yesterday I sat on the curb, Berry Street here in Williamsburg. Here in Williamsburg. Yeah. In Williamsburg. I'm in Greenpoint, damn it. Damn it. I sat on the curb to have my to-go drink, just yep. on, a, on a lonely stretch of Berry. And I thought to myself, well... All right, this is where I sit. Guess yep. what, dude? Sitting on a curb, you're eye level with all the butts and yoga pants, dude. Yep. It was perfect. Yep. It yep. was perfect. 
I'm not blaming him. <laughs> Dan says blaming him. So, Brad, did you finish the last dance? Did finish the last dance? Let's put it to bed, folks. I'll be quite honest with you. I've got 30 minutes to go. I was 10. I was 12 years old in 1998. So, admittedly, when you think about the details, they're a little past me. You know, I feel like I could talk. I'm not even a big NBA fan in terms of, like, you know, some people are huge NBA fans. It's not even my number one sport to watch. And I still feel like I can talk a little bit about how a Kobe or a LeBron plays. You know, but a Jordan, in terms of a cultural figure, I remember him being around. I was 10 years old when Space Jam came out. Those things were, like, notable to me. I remember, like, that last shot against the Jazz. And I remember those series. I remember a Rodman and Malone getting into it. And it was a big talked about thing. No, I do not remember the Jordan versus Charles Barkley series. I'm sorry. I'm not going to pretend about these things. So this was a great documentary to recapture the greatness of a cultural figure and a great athlete. And this this has been put to bed. This is very troubling for anybody who ever thought they'd be able to compete. With uh, Michael Jordan, which might be LeBron. I'm sorry. This is this is putting it to bed that this may be the greatest basketball player, uh, amongst other circumstances. You know, culturally, was it obviously a, probably a 50 percent of this documentary. How not only how dominant he was, and that was present throughout the whole thing, but also just like perfect timing, perfect timing of like 90s media, uh, marketing, shoes, talent, winning. He hit it all the way. Everybody wanted to copy him since then. Now, let me ask you a question. Summed it up well. Let me ask you a question. Has LeBron ever even tried to play a piano after winning a championship? (laughs) Dude, nothing. Best scene in the whole doc, dude, is Jordan sitting down in the lobby (laughs) piano, just... Playing it with a bottle of Dom being served to him, dude. With his with his with his flat brim, brand new NBA repeat the three peat championship hat on. I had no idea Jordan hit up the white keys. Oh, Just playing man. along. He's playing along the teeth. He's playing the teeth. Kind of. I mean, he keeps saying he plays a piano, but nothing was ever proven. Maybe just the dabbles. I'll tell you what, man. I love it. <laughs> You think, you think, you think uh, Jordan's a Joel guy or an Elton John guy? I believe it or not, even though he's a Chicago head, I'm gonna go and say he might be a Joel guy. I think so. I mean, he enjoys the heart of the city. He's still American. Dude. He's still American. He's not a yep. El- He's not a Sir Elton John. But we Sir love Elton, Elton here. We do love Elton. We we do. Dude. Hey, last time I checked, I never saw. Michael Jordan wearing a suit coat and then a pair of shorts. <laughs> like dress shorts. Oh, cool. Oh, my God. Just LeBron. Ro- oh, God, you're digging yourself a hole, man. Dude, you're roasting he the modern He wore this suit NBA. last year or two years ago when they lost in the finals to the Warriors. And he's wearing a suit coat and then these, like, fashion sh- suit coat. Pants that were shorts. Probably Tom Ford, too. They were probably really high end. You know what I mean? 
Yeah. Ugh. I mean, Brad, you were absolutely roasting the modern NBA tonight. Let them up for air for a minute, dude. You're going to drown them. Oh, speaking of needing air, the modern NBA hates tobacco. Jordan (laughs) loved tobacco. He loved to smoke cigars. (laughs) That guy's diet was so bad. And he was so good. That might even be part of the doc. Eating pizza before a, 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 a NBA championship game. I, I understand the, the food poisoning part. He's like, I want pizza at 10 at night. It's true. Any NBA player is like, no, I'm on a strict diet. I know it gives me energy. He's like, get me a pizza in Utah, the last place that's known for their pizza. <laughs> and dude, he's also, go. when they were flying to Salt Lake City for the back end of that series, he's drinking a Budweiser and smoking a cigar in the plane, dude. Mm-hmm. Fucking love it, dude. <sighs> Excuse well, me, not. Something about, you know, I've read and you'll see pictures of like Bird and Magic. They used to, a lot of these old guys used to drink a lot after games. Maybe they still do. Because, well, first off, you're not a child. You're allowed to do whatever you want. If you want, maybe you have an alcohol problem. You're allowed to drink. I think when we think of modern, when we think of like modern athletes, we think of like perfection, like perfect diets, don't smoke, don't drink. But back in the day, it was known that like Bird would crush beers after games. It's like they work out so much. These people work out so much to be this good that having beer is. It's just like a little, just a nice little treat after that. They're not gaining weight. They're burning it off. And honestly, you ever work out or play a sport and then have a beer after? Hence, like, you know, your half marathons. It feels great. <laughs> Torching me over here. It feels good. Hey, you to me for running a half marathon. No, I love it. Dude, the only, the, I mean, the only thing, as an adult, when you play sports, it's all about the beers afterwards anyway, dude. Yeah. Hey, I'm going to say something else for you to give me a Hey Jude for. Uh-oh. I, I love Opre Ski. Hey was that again, having a drink after skiing? Yeah, but you have to say Opre Ski. God, the liquors don't know what that is. Tell them again. <laughs> oh, I, sadly, <laughs> I think the liquors do, you know? <laughs> <laughs> all right. It means having a beer after skiing, right? It's like the it's like the snacks and like after skiing like drinks and cocktails. And it's it's all the same about, thing. You exercise and it feels even better after. You know, it feels it, that, that good lifestyle beer. in Park City is all about opera ski. You know, oh, are we going to the? Uh, are we going to the? Uh, what's the fucking name? I don't know who the fuck cares. The name of some place there that's like the place to go after. It's overrun, dude. It's overrun. I love it. I love it. Sid, do you mind? I'm going to give a quick shout out to a liquor who's watching right now. A radio sure. caller, who I have to give you this. I do have to give you this. Andy Walsh, who's watching, who's been, you know, really been keeping on with us past couple of weeks here. Sure, sure. He sent us from Live on Chocolate, he sent us some chocolate oh. to the lick. So I got to get you some. We'll give Andy Lick gets, uh, Andy Walsh gets a lick from Live on Chocolate. Thank you, Andy. Look at Malone. We've been chatting back and forth. Friend of the lick. Oh, Got to give him a shout-out on the air. I can't wait to have some chocolate. Yeah, we. oh, yeah. It's so good. Honestly, I must say, it's, like, fresh. It's got this toffee on the inside that kind of is, like, it's still wet. It's oh, good. Oh, baby. 
Dude, you're making me think about Sid? like a. Uh, you're making me think about like a, a a blizzard from Dairy Queen right about now. If you keep saying the word toffee, dude. <laughs> of course. Oh yeah. All right, Sid. I want to let you do the honors here. Sid oh. just cracked open a beauty last week. Cracked open a beauty, and I'm not talking about a beer. We had two new sound effects last week. The Bernie Sanders cry and the Brett Michaels sigh. Oh, oh, he didn't win. Oh, people can't go to college for free. <laughs> and, and Brad, <laughs> I want to tell about... Jesus, that's long. About this beauty right here. What is it? It's the Brett Michaels sigh from the first few seconds of Every Rose Has Its Thorn. By <laughs> oh, man. Oh, wee. The girl he's next to, my God. I'll tell you, in life, I'm a thong man. But you hear that sigh, you just picture those black underwear, and you're like, dang. It, it's, like, it's, it's, like, it's like workout underwear or something. It's very tight. Oh, She's I, wearing I, a tube top to bed. I think she top. just knows how to wear underwear. You know what I mean? Woo. She knows how to wear underwear. Some people out there don't. Well, Sid, I'm going <laughs> to let you talk for the next few minutes. Introduce us. I need you to, I need you to go off on a limb here. I'm not going to say one word. Just talk about where this came from, why we're doing it, and what it is. Last cast, Friday morning, we're, 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 <laughs> we're shooting the breeze. God knows what we were talking about. And we started saying how lame certain things were. And what pairs with something being so lame is Jack Johnson. <laughs> and then I kept singing Banana Pancakes, <clears throat> a song I do not know, to Brad over and over again. And we did a social distancing uh, hang in Brad's front stoop on uh, Saturday. And we just Saturday start afternoon, laugh. we should talk about that, too. We start laughing about it. And we're like... That's the new sound effect. Don't play it. Don't play it, though. Give us your... Just do it right now. I want to see you just do it. I want to watch you do it. Sure, sure. I make a banana pancakes. We don't have to go outside. (laughs) Oh. I mean, liquors. Callers and listeners, how irritating is that? (laughs) How irritating is that? Do it again. I make a banana pancakes. We don't have to go outside. He's dancing in a suit. This is irritating. Keep going. Keep going. And I don't even know well, if those are the lyrics. Uh. <laughs> well, but then we thought we were we were dying. We were dying, and it's so funny. And then I'm like, and Sid even says it, or I don't know, maybe I said it. We're like, this is a sound effect. Yeah. Play it a little bit. Play it a little bit. This is funny. Especially the line. <laughs> we'll get to the banana. Play the banana cake part. <laughs> I'm just afraid. I'm afraid if we don't talk over it enough, they'll yeah, kick right, us back right. off. Fucking Jack Johnson. We'll get to it. All right, it. so we'll get to we it. were dying. Sid brought, out, Sid brought over some green, and we're dying over this. Just this stupid song 
From 2008, it does not rock, by the way. It smells like bad, dirty feet. And we're like, you know what? Not only is this our new version of our Hey Jude, this might... Yeah, turn it off. I'm going... I have a headache. (laughs) This might be the sound effect for a while now where it's the worst sound effect you can get. Worse than a Hey Jude. Worse than than a singing song. This is a bad one to get. Shall we? Well, here it is, folks. Okay, good. Go ahead. Play it. I make you banana pancakes. <laughs> it's actually Sid. It's not even the song. <laughs> we have a sound effect of Sydney singing I'm making banana pancakes. Go ahead again. I make you banana pancakes. <laughs> I make you banana pancakes. I make you banana pancakes. <laughs> If you get Sydney singing, I'm making banana pancakes, you just said something like, oh, man, the Warriors are the greatest team of all time going on the NBA theme. It is just like a bad take. It's like, wrong. No, wrong. Or you think Jack Johnson's good. You get that sound effect. Sure. Or you're like, man, I just had the worst beach day of my life last week. Oh, what happened? Well, we weren't paying attention, and when high tide rolled in, it swept up my uh, spike ball set. Took it out to sea. I make you banana pancakes. <laughs> well, you know, you know what I I'm thinking already. Do you mind? Uh, first off, great take. Thank you. I'm almost wondering if I want to throw a little acoustic behind your voice there to really fill it in. I can already tell. It's what, such a wonderful sound. What chord do you think that is? We'll find out. Let's find or, out right now. Liquors, we were debating whether we should play the longer version, which would include him saying whatever the second line was the second line again? I, I, I've been saying, make your banana pancakes. We don't have to go outside. Liquors, do you like the short version and listeners where we just say, I'm making banana pancakes or we are making banana pancakes. We don't have to go outside. We don't know if it should be a longer one or a shorter one. Or something like that. (laughs) I'm making banana pancakes. Jack Johnson calls for my nice big old black maestro guitar. <laughs> you, you, you live in a guitar center. You have so many guitars. <laughs> Jeez, oh, Louise. Oh. It's just like a different one every cast. You're like Jesse Consopolis over here. Oh, dude. I know you. this is your take, but I've got to say it. I mean, give anyone a lick. Who has a full-size jukebox in their room, dude? (laughs) Oh, my God. I mean, Dave Coulier probably, like, gave himself a hernia helping uh, Katsopolis (laughs) carry that up the staircase. I mean, Joey Gladstone, (laughs) forgive me. I use the actors. It's too bad we live in a... Yeah. It's too bad we live in a day and age where somebody probably has an electric jukebox in their room now. Oh, cool. Let me just play this (gasps) by my phone. It just looks like a jukebox. I make banana pancakes. Got him. Yeah. Got exactly. <laughs> Got him. <laughs> you know, people. So, Sydney, talk- I got a question for you. You can ask me anything. 
The date is what is the date? The seventeenth. Uh, the date's the eighteenth. Eighteenth. It's a Monday. Is it fair to say, if these were normal times, we get a bunch of seniors on a Tuesday or a Monday night oh, going into a oh Tuesday baby. who are still hungover from a prom? <laughs> are we saying mid-May? This was this was this whole month is prom month, really. Oh, absolutely, dude. How are tuxedo? There are a lot of tuxedo companies in trouble right now. Being like, I'm waiting on a couple of football players to come in here and rent some beige cummerbunds from me, and this virus is about to shut down my business. I got a couple of girls coming in here who need some big old fluffy shoulders. And coronavirus is going to take down my dress business. Dude. And don't, and don't forget about the uh, corsage business, dude. A piece of elastic on a bouquet. Oh, yeah. Hey, check this out. This is my, this is my cousin Riley on here. He's What's a, up, Riley? He's a senior in high school right now. His prom got canceled. He's one of the people we're talking about. Hey, poor, Riley. Poor bastard. Go ahead, go ahead. Poor bastard. Give him a Brett Michaels. Riley, are you upset that you'll never know what it's like to have a your first Heineken? You're probably getting a Heineken, a Heineken in the back of a limo, and you're like, I don't like how it tastes, but you have to do it anyways because there's a lot of peer pressure. This kid's missing out on that experience exactly. Well, you're like, uh, anybody got a bottle opener? <laughs> oh god, dude! Riley is definitely getting bottles. All seniors get bottles. It's not cool to drink out of cans yet. Bottles are bottles. Bottles are bottles, dude. Oh, oh, dude! Prom, dude! Prom being, proms being canceled is a fucking tragedy, dude. Absolute tragedy. I mean, it is. Like, how are you? Uh, I'm trying to think of songs that I dance to. I know I've said this time and time again. My junior prom was Titanic themed. <laughs> oh I mean, my I'll, god! I'll never, I know. I'll never forget. Holy it. I'll shit! Never for, oh my god! I'll never is, forget. Wow, it. Jesus! <laughs> god, dude, walked Titanic into my school themed, <laughs> and we had ours on campus, like really lame ass. So you walk into my school cafeteria, and suddenly you're whisked away to a night at sea. <laughs> Some of you won't make it out alive. Jeez, a cool theme. So, so, well, it's still based in, well, I, obviously we know the movie, uh, the dance is based in the Titanic movie theme. Because the only part of the Titanic that's romantic is this fake storyline. The rest of it is just... People living their normal lives on the Titanic. It's based in the Jack and Rose romance. The rest of it is like, I don't know, we're just taking a ship that didn't go well. It's not like the whole thing is romantic. It's like the storyline about Leonardo DiCaprio. That's romantic. Correct. But the Titanic isn't romantic. Mm. It's, just the, it's just the couple. Dude, they were probably couples. So we're couples. all going to live like Jack and Rose tonight. <laughs> there were like couples aboard the Titanic. That were probably in the middle of a huge fight. Oh yeah, like of like course, like, people. like they were like, I can't believe you embarrassed me at dinner. What? What? Well, you brought up you you brought up that thing. 
I, I'm sorry. I don't know. Like, we, we are forced to sit next to these people and we're crossing this goddamn ocean. Like, I, yeah. I, I'm, I'm sorry. And you're fighting and they're fighting and suddenly they're like, oh, what was that? Oh, yeah. I mean, we, we gave, I totally agree. We gave the liquor's homework last week mm-hmm. to have ice cream before bed and see if they have nightmares. There were people on the Titanic who had a little dessert. We're probably having some sugar nightmares. They're like, whoa, man, I can't, I shouldn't have ice cream before in bed. Oh, what, what? Oh man, I must be having another nightmare. Oh no, this is not a nightmare. This is, a, this is real life. Uh, we got a question from a caller. Uh, Pat, <laughs> Pat Duggan uh, says, am I drinking a Bush beer? No, it's Bud Light. Been on a Bud Light kick during the quarantine. We did also ask our liquors to do some homework to have a Bush beer. It tastes like beer. Dude, you're blowing my mind right now because we're talking about this. My senior prom, I brought a six or a Bush beer to the party I went to. <laughs> this guy has a memory. <laughs> like, like an Like Benjamin elephant. Button. He's reversing. He remembers better each and every year. Dude, I've got, I've got a memory like an elephant and also you do. a fear of mice and a love of peanuts. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Give me a look. <laughs> can I do that? Okay. Yes, just did. You can do that. Okay. <laughs> Dude, fully prepared to sleep in my parents' car that night if anything crazy happened. You know what I mean? We also have your father listening. Does he know that? <laughs> Probably not, no. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't care. <laughs> fully prepared to sleep in your father's car. What kind of car are we talking? The year was 1999. The car was an 83 Corolla hatchback. Ooh, open up the back. Open up the back. Hey, take a seat over here. Oh, dude, you could tailgate on that thing. We had a stick. To oh, keep, yeah. We had a stick to keep the hatchback up because the hydraulics wouldn't hold the thing up anymore. It'll take off a finger. Just quick side note. Hey, Jude, if you have a car that you can't tailgate in, like truly tailgate in, like a regular trunk, have... I don't care if you've got a gas guzzler or a truck. Make sure you can tailgate out of the back of that thing. (laughs) Hatchback, van, truck. Uh, But I got a cool little, well, funny enough, a Prius. You probably could tailgate. The thing opens up. You could. As much as I think Xterras are for for lame asses, dude, uh, you could tailgate in the back of an Xterra. Dude, I'm getting called out by my mom right now on my dad's Uh-oh, Instagram. Oh, Betsy. <laughs> my parents made an Instagram to watch this occasionally, <laughs> and they're on it right now, <laughs> calling me out. I, I've never uh, tailgated out, out of a Durango. But mm. That thing looks like it's made for a tailgate. It's, it's husky. It's big. It it's is, built. Dude. It is husky. A Durango. <laughs> i got to plug in my computer, dude. Jesus Christ. Um, I'm always unprepared. But prom season. This is prom season. And I'm not so much worried about the restaurants and the bars as much as I am the hotels, banquet halls, and tuxedo companies and dress companies. Absolutely. Now, I got to ask you a question. I got to ask you a question about tuxedo. Well, uh, you yeah. know what? I'm cutting you off. You're, you're on a take here about tuxedo companies. I, I'm cutting you I was, all I was going to say is these kids are horny. Of course they are. Dude, I'm horny. Oh, I mean, these poor kids. I listen, I still go to like and, one. And this, 
This isn't coming from me. They made a movie called American Pie about this stuff. I'm not saying this. This is not me. <laughs> they made a mainstream movie, which people still joke about. These kids are horny. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> I, I still go to one or two proms a year. I'm pissed. <laughs> I'm fucking pissed, man. <laughs> uh, do you drive? Do you chaperone? Do you DJ? Yeah, oh, you're a punch guy, in. aren't you? I walk, oh, you walk in. in. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Had to plug in my computer. It's ruined my whole setup here. Jesus Christ almighty. Now, and we have some callers who are upset. They're saying, oh, my God. These... Tell, yeah, tell Vulture to write an article about that. We have nothing to do with it. These are the facts. Vulture can kiss our ass, dude. Vulture we is... We hate Vulture. You know the only thing worse than Vulture is someone who thinks that their comedic work being written up in Vulture is actually worth a damn. Yep. <laughs> oh, well, I just Vulture. found somebody else who's trying. Let me write an article about them to get myself a name. Oh, I was featured in Vulture. Oh, you mean that boring... Uh, <laughs> fly by night, <laughs> fly by night, uh, progressive, uh, fake progressive thing. Fuck that noise, dude. All right, back to proms. Sorry, I've been. There we go. Jesus, had to get my setup right. Uh, dude, tuxedos, tuxedos, huge part of prom. Now, listen. I was fortunate enough to wear my old man's tuxedos to my oh, proms. Oh, know. <laughs> Give him a lick. Give that tuxedo a lick. That thing has been around for a while. Dude, here's the amount of times it's been worn. God only knows how many times my dad wore that tux, right? Time after time after time after time. Then I wore it to both of my proms and a college formal. Mm-hmm. And then my brother-in-law wore it once. Dude, we've, we've saved, the Hollis clan has saved so much money with my old man's original <laughs> tux, dude. Thing pays oh, for itself. And then, and then, we're, and then, dude, my parents FedExed it to me two years ago for a buddy's wedding. And I was going to wear it there, but then I got into a violent, terrible bike accident uh, two hours before the wedding, and I, I couldn't go due to a concussion. So I would have gotten another use. All right, listen up. But I have worn some rented tuxes for weddings, you know, when I'm forced to be a groomsman. How do you feel about you taking a piss through a rented tux and your dick is touching the, like, you know, I'm a, I don't take my pants all the way down. I just unzip my pants, you know, and I pee through the, the zipper. Yeah, who takes their pants down all the way? Who, who, who takes the time to let... If you can hear the guy next to you jingling like his like belt, you're like, Jesus, dude, relax. I mean, I guess in a tux, you're, tit, you're, you're like nine times out of ten wearing suspenders, so you could unbutton all the way, and they would your pants would stay up. They wouldn't like... Quick would, question. Yeah? Would you rather have... A caller says, would you rather attend a prom or a Jimmy Buffett concert prom? A prom, dude. Yeah. A prom that's the theme of any modern movie. Sure. I would I would love to go to a Fast and the Furious prom. Oh, God, Just like yeah. Honda decals everywhere. A lot of people calling up their cousins like, hey, can I borrow your car? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, man. You always make fun of my car. Well, not tonight. It's a Fast and the Furious night. Yeah, tonight your car is actually... <laughs> 
paying off. It's awesome, dude. Those flames on that Hyundai are awesome. Um, go back to you. You were saying I'm buckling the pants. So, so do you ever think about that? If you're pissing through a dick hole in some in some rented pants, I mean, do you, does that I, does that bother you? How do you feel about that? No. Here's how I look at it. People who are normal and follow the rules, and people think who they are, they're better than everybody else. Hence the masks in this country. If they're telling you to wear a mask, just follow along and do your part. In other words, I think the right thing to do is... (laughs) It's not a good comparison. Here we go. The right thing to do... (laughs) When peeing through a tuxedo, you just pee through the hole. You don't have to take some other ups, other step to prove that you're different and, like, unbuckle it. You pee through the hole like a normal person. If you're unbuckling your pants and just proving a point that you're trying to look out for your felt, well, that would be the opposite then, wouldn't but it? Would it bother you to know that someone else has peed through the hole so that fabric has touched their dick and then two nights later it touches your dick? I mean, no. Well, hope God, I hope they wash them. I mean... They, they say they do. Listen, I, I cannot tell you how many bathing suits I try on at Kohl's, <laughs> naked, just to get a good feel. Oh, you Somebody have to. else might be doing the same. You have so, to. So, you know, the risks you take with your undergarments and your lower wear. If I go into a JCPenney, half of those Hawaiian bathing suits have been touched by me naked, just to try them on. I want to know how tight the net is because sometimes it like pinches the sides of my balls, you know? You can't tell with underwear on. No, hell no, dude. Oh, I'm wearing underwear to the beach. Why, are you still living with your parents and they tell you to do that? I mean, how old are you? (laughs) Hey, while we're at it, hey, Jude, anyone that wears a shirt to the beach. Hey, Jude. I don't care (laughs) if you're skinny, you're fat. Nobody's judging you. It's the beach. Get a tan already. Take it off. <laughs> We're all nobody's judging you, I promise you. We're just all at the beach. Well, I might be judging, but so what? Get over it. I mean, you know what I mean? But like You're at the beach. Like like here's a text I'll never send to my future wife. She'll say, What are you doing? I'll never write back, Oh, buying some new swim shirts for this year. <sighs> Like, just the, the idea of something called a swim shirt. <laughs> Honey, are we going into, like, chlorine type of parties this year? Do I need to get a second? A swim I got salt water shirts. I got chlorine shirts. A swim shirt. Just own it and plop in the pool. Your belly flops won't be as good with Well, belly. So that's the thing. If you belly flop with a shirt on, they're probably an extra, an extra splash. It's cheating. It's cheating because it's like Barry Bonds wearing that huge elbow pad. Oh, yep. well, it's very easy to lean over the plate if you're wearing a freaking yep. ter- Terminator yeah, elbow pad, dude. Pat Cerrone says, would you rather be wearing... What would you... I gotta go scroll down. What does it say? What do you think about wearing your tux the night before you have to return it? Wear it one more time. What do you think about wearing your tux from the night before to the store? He's saying, do you, what do you think about wearing it to the store when you return it? Like you walk in oh, with it on. see. Dude, give, that mean, a, give that a huge lick. Sorry. Sorry I'm late. I was partying. Yeah. You gotta love some guy who didn't get out of his tux. Like, all all these teenagers are like, I'm gonna put on my other cool clothes to the party. The guy still wears the tux. That's a move. Especially Dude. for a young guy. 
Well, then you take it right off. You take it right off there at the Joseph A. Banks, and then you look <laughs> down, and there's like like a crusty condom still stuck to your dick, dude. <laughs> Getting pretty sexual with the jokes tonight. I'm having fun. Oh, sorry, Vulture. We said some. We said condom. <laughs> Um, I just want to do a little quick lick homework for you. Sure. Here's some early lick homework for you. Sydney lent me. So Sydney came over on Saturday, right? Beautiful day. It was like, oh, it was like a perfect mid-May day. Probably about like Front, 80, 75, front yard 80. social distancing hang, dude. Right in your front yard, just like a freak flowing. flag fly. Sydney brought over his guitar, was playing some Eagles. The neighbors popped their head out of the door and said, are you playing the Eagles? That's true. My neighbor said that to you. Well, I, you was, sing- I was singing like Lynn Fry. <laughs> yes. So, <laughs> Sydney leaves for two hours. It's about nine o'clock. He comes back for more beers. I'm rocking hard to BTO. We had some sausage and onion grinders. We're drinking more beer. Sydney breaks out the green. I had way too many beers at this point, and I started getting dizzy. I couldn't handle it. It was just I was way too drunk in the first place, and then I started smoking like a quarter, half joint to myself, which is enough for me. Started getting dizzy. We're just talking. I disappear. I just go to bed like out of nowhere. I plop down. I was, I was out. Like I was getting my wisdom teeth out. Out like that. Counted to three. It was still a fun hang. You were gone. Gone. I was, I was sitting in a chair in Brad's doorway. And... He he popped around the corner, so I'm I'm outside of his apartment. He's in his apartment. He pops around the corner into his room. And I figure, oh, he's he's putting on a sweatshirt. You know, maybe he's, maybe he's tossing on a crew neck. It's getting a little chilly. <laughs> nope. Uh, and we had just paired the Bluetooth to my phone, so I'm playing music, you know, from outside the apartment into the apartment. And uh, he's gone for like. Two songs. And I'm like, well, either he's in a pretty serious text conversation uh, or, like, the, the weed has hit him very strangely and he's, like, weeping or something. Or <laughs> uh, that's or he's just happens. asleep. So I holler out. I'm like, you all right in there? <laughs> You're like, no response. God. You, you okay in there? <laughs> I'm like, nothing like how <laughs> Y'all come back now? I'm like, I don't want to go in there, man. Did he have a heart attack? I wasn't sure. <laughs> so, <laughs> you know, the door's open. I don't have to touch anything. I walk in. I peek into his bedroom. He's just, he's face f- first, clothes all on, just passed out. <laughs> and the good thing about uh, Brad's place is that you can lock the door handle to lock yourself out. So I was like, well, I guess that's it. And I look around, and he has so much stuff on. His Bluetooth speaker's on. His TV's on. His laptop's on. All this stuff is on. Lamps Everything's and, on. 
if it were normal times, I would have turned all that stuff off for you. But I'm like, I'm not touching any of this, dude. I'm not gonna be the one to violate the the social distancing. So I just dude, my like- house looks like Graceland. It's a museum <laughs> with everything on, as if like Elvis was still living there. It's like, oh, Elvis's lamp is on. This is where he would study at night. My house looks like Graceland. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> I I also have a leopard blanket. I bet you Elvis had that too. Well, I didn't tell you this part. So I had just opened a fresh beer when that happened. So then I, I say went, maybe you stayed for a bit. I I went back to your doorway and I hung out by myself. <laughs> and I didn't tell you this because I didn't want to make you nervous. Fucking, a, I'm just gonna hold my camera for a while. I didn't tell you this because I didn't want to make you nervous. But uh, while I'm standing in your doorway, just kind of like I, I switched to my own headphones, listening to music, finishing this beer. And I wasn't moving. Your uh, your your exterior like motion sensor light kept turning on, and I was like, "Oh, upstairs, Brad? upstairs." I'm like, "Is Brad's landlord using her ring doorbell from off site to keep an eye on me?" And she's like, "Who is this? Who is this weird guy?" Because I think it was just it was like flashing or just like on and off. Like every time it would turn sensor. off, every time it would turn off, I would test it. I wouldn't move a muscle. I would, I would stay as still as possible. It would turn right back on. I'm like, why is this happening? I think Mary was watching me, dude. Your landlord from afar. Yeah, probably. She's probably listening she right now. You ever this is all a big test. You ever like, <laughs> Mary gets a like. Yeah, so it was a fun night. That's funny. So. Hey, we just. Oh, Sydney. What, what were you going to say? Oh, go ahead. We got a question in the question thing. Is yeah. it recommended you smoke weed while you watch our show? It's absolutely recommended. I might smoke yeah, some of here course. in a second myself. Yeah. We're drinkers, we're smokers, we're sober, whatever, but we're way funnier if you're intoxicated. We're like a cover band, you know? So <laughs> what were you, you had a little bit of... You left me a little bit. You gave me a nice oh. little quarter joint full. There's a gorgeous inner palm. Your palm... <laughs> Oh, look and, at that. uh, that's a yoga class ring. right there. You Show your class rings. Everybody put their class rings out. If you're driving right now, you better be wearing class, on, class put ring. Them on. Especially if you're listening to this while you're driving, you better be listening to your, wearing your class ring. And if you're so, listening to this while you're driving, you better not have your seatbelt on. Yeah. Hey, Judy, seatbelt. So, <laughs> so Sydney left me a little bit. Well, last night, I was. Had a little bit more, just for what was left. Got a nice good buzz going before the Jordan dock. I was late to the Jordan dock. Because <laughs> I must have listened to the solo to Gypsy by Fleetwood Mac ten times in a row. Playing air drums. Listen to the drums by Mick. They're just solid and simple. They're solid. They're simple. They're crisp. They're clean. They're mighty. They're mean. They're lean. Do you understand what I seem? Okay, so I kept this whole song, but specifically when Lindsay starts a solo, it just it really picks up and rides a little bit. Here's your lick homework. Oh, listen I love to lick Gypsy. Homework. 
First off, just listen to the song Gypsy by Fleetwood Mac. We love Fleetwood Mac. But dare I I say, smoke a little bit, drink a little bit, play some air drums all the way through Gypsy to Fleetwood Mac. That's your lick homework for me this week. It's... You'll get it. Once you start getting into it, you're going to enjoy it. You're going to feel like you're playing just like Mick. And Mick's just got front row seats to the rest of the turmoil. Oh, front row. He gets to watch those other four miserable assholes, you know? Oh, yeah. And he's just just drumming. He's like watching Lindsay and watching Lindsay and Stevie. He's like, what's going on with those two? He's watching watching John and uh, Christine. He's like... Dude, he's got front row seats to the original reality show, Fleetwood Mac. When are they going to write a book about this? <laughs> ah, Mick, Mick Fleetwood gets a lick. Hugely. Just, just holding it down, hugely. You know, I think we've told this joke before on the cast, but <laughs> a joke a buddy of mine and I came up with at work years ago, back at my old Pfizer corporate... Well, I've never been corporate, but that 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 setting. He had this idea that the song, uh, shit, what's that Lindsey Buckingham song? Never coming back again. He had a joke that never coming back again was really written by Mick Fleetwood because it features no percussion. He could go grab a, a quick brood or anything. <laughs> That's right. Now you tell me that. That's good. Dude, a drummer just writes a song with no percussion. He's like, I'm fucking out of here, man. Well, yeah. See, a drummer has a hard time because not only do they play the whole time, the rest of the band has a beer when they do their drum solo. Most rock bands give the drummer a drum solo. Sure. So they get a break. It's not fair. Yeah, man. I mean, think of how many beers, like, Joe Walsh pounded. While, like, Randy Meisner and Timothy B. Schmidt just did a little bass riff or two. You know uh, I mean? Yeah. And, and yet, like, Hanley's still got to be drumming away. Mm-hmm. Yep. So, Brad, we're coming up on the end of our first hour. Lickers, anyone who's new, we do two hours. Instagram only gives us one at a time. So what we do is we shut it down. We're gone for 45 seconds to a minute. We crank it right back up. And mm-hmm. the second half is always the lick after hours. Lick after hours. I got to fill up my beer for the after hours. First thing I'm doing in lick after hours is getting high on the air. I'll tell you that much. God, I hope your parents watch this. Get them Brad, back. <laughs> Brad, tell them a Fleetwood Mac song to put on right now while, we all, while we're all collectively gone for about a minute. Um, I'd say if you want to just switch off for the, the next minute... Yeah. Uh, you make love and fun. You make Fleet love and Mac. fun. Guys, everyone Go for play it. This. I might do the same. Can I do the same? Yeah. Play this in your do homes. We're all going to listen to it collectively while we're away from each other for 45 seconds to a minute. And we're going to come back on the same page and we're all going to get stoned right when we get back. All right. See you in a minute. All right. See you guys in a minute. Here we go. <laughs> 